I love Zac Efron. <laughs> I have no shame admitting that I know what? every word to that entire song. Okay. I, <laughs> All right, it. Ute fans, Ute fans. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the Utah Football Fans Podcast. Feeling good tonight. Feeling good. <clears throat> I'm Gary Axsmith. That was James Rustin. And that's Bryn Whitchurch over there loving Zach. I love Zach. Who doesn't? Um, anyway, the greatest show? Well, <laughs> I, I'm not going to. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We've got stuff to do, but we're a great show. Lately, it's been the greatest show. I'll tell you that. It's a great show. That is for sure. Another freaking butt kicking. <laughs> I'm getting domination, really tired of this. man. I was just going to say, I'm getting tired of using the word dominating. No, let's no, use it every enjoy. week. I, can, I need to come up with a new word, but holy cow. Domination. Yeah. It's. And number nine, we're back in the top 10. Impressions. I have a gripe being number nine, I got to say. Don't be negative. We're number nine. I know. I know. We're better than that. And we'll prove it. And you're, there's a lot of way to go, but I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. I mean,. It was weird that game. I, I wasn't nervous, but I was nervous that I wasn't nervous. <laughs> if, does that make well, sense? I was sitting there before the game, and I was like, "Man, I, I'm not nervous at all." He's guard dog, <laughs> digging, <laughs> to digging a hole. Jeez. But, I mean, the game got started, and just I'm always nervous, though. I wasn't. I really was like. Most, I wasn't. I knew we were going to win this. Most one. game days, mm-hmm. I I can't like, I I can't eat. It's weird. I'm just sick to my stomach. I'm nervous. Yeah, man, I was having hot dogs and chili, and I was was living the dream at the tailgate. Ring of fire, baby. (laughs) Jeez. It was great. Came, sat down, froze a little bit, but, uh, man, it's it's great. Beautiful. Just 35-0. Never saw it coming, I admit. I I think my prediction was 38-17. I missed it by a ton. I I didn't see the shutout coming. No. Bryn, you were like 41-6. So. I think I was 34-6. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> yes, I was. Okay. She's getting a little... T- okay, I'm going to have anyway, to go Anyway, she did go six. I do Somebody remember that. Somebody go back and look. So if that that's the case, then I'm very close. And I said I said Cal 10. I thought they'd get some points. Maybe garbage time. Who, you no. never know. Weird stuff. But a shutout? Yeah. That was great. We kicked him. First time we've had a shutout since joining the Pac-12. And this is how bad we kicked him. Just a few. Let me add. I'll throw some out. You throw some out. Yeah. Some stats. But so Cal was held to 83 uh, total yards. Not in the first quarter. Of offense. <laughs> in the yeah. game. I mean, sit back and think about that. That's not even the whole field. A <laughs> Pac-12. I get it was their so-called third stringer. Still, I, I get it, but this is a Pac-12 school gaining for four quarters, mm-hmm. eighty-three total yards, broken down, twenty-three rushing yards in four quarters, jeez, and sixty passing yards in four quarters. Well, you want to know what's great about this is twenty-seven of those eighty-three yards came on their first drive too. So, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's yeah. Oh my gosh. It was uh dominating. Beat down. <laughs> <laughs> and and we were talking about this, but <clears throat> California, Cal only crossed the 50-yard line once in the entire game mm-hmm. and did not advance beyond its own 37 offensively. 
after its second possession. Didn't get beyond the 30s, their own 37. For the rest of the game? After their second possession. So their first possession, that's when they crossed the 50. I think they got to R41. Something hunted. like that. Something like that. Holy cow. So, uh, you know... I, that's crazy. It, that's insane. You'd think you would make an, a few mistakes that would give uh-huh. them better stats than that. Or you'd have a defensive pass interference that gave, they gave them the ball at the 50-yard line. Something and, dumb. And what's interesting is uh, we didn't take a, we, we didn't get a takeaway. That's true. Now we didn't we didn't have a turnover either. However, we didn't get a takeaway yet. We all all that yeah. we did is what we did. Now, without a turnover, I guess is what I'm trying to say. But the Utes gained 473 yards. That's a big game, and that's even at some point we were. We reeled in the offense. Yeah, we, we were did. running the ball. I mean, we get 500, 600 yards, and we play all out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we took the fourth quarter easy off. Five, more right. or less. Um, it's interesting when you look at stats and when they do diagrams and you see the diagrams side by side. I'm looking at them on ESPN that is, right yeah, now. Yeah, that's where I'm looking at. Yeah. It's, it's an amazing. You just go, you, that, it really shows you the difference. But anyway, first downs, Utah 23, Cal 6. Um. Possession, 30, almost, you know, 37 minutes, the Utes, 22 for Cal. Yeah, I mean, a, a complete butt-kicking. Well, another another stat that I found was kind of cool. They had two first downs on their first drive. Or, sorry, they converted two third downs on their first drive. They didn't convert another third down on their next <laughs> nine tries. I mean, it just killed them. And I got I to gotta say this. It felt really good beating Cal because a couple of years ago what was that three years ago went out to Cal Berkeley yeah we were there went to that game when we did the white you know the white uniforms and we had four chances to score from the one yard line remember that game mm-hmm. couldn't do it and their fans they yeah walking out of there their fans first of all they don't even know what a first down is and yet they're <laughs> giving me crap as I'm leaving the stands Yelling at you, all sorts of crap. So that felt so good. Yeah, we had to go through the uh, the fraternity rows yeah. where we had to walk through. So that was fun. That was a lot of fun. So it, I'll tell you, it felt really nice beating these losers. It was good. It was. It was. Uh, we creamed them. Uh, so obviously, defense defensively, it was a slaughter fest. Well, the other thing, just to, it wasn't just one. There wasn't like the D line was the most dominant. No. It was every oh, the tier. Was. It was the entire defense. I mean, the secondary played phenomenal. Well, yeah, twenty-three yards rushing, ah. sixty passing. It was a it was a complete defensive complete thing. defensive. <laughs> but I that's awesome. And I think anyone who watched a game sees it. It happened, and sometimes that overlooks the off. We overlook the offense, but when you gain four hundred and seventy-three yards of offense, is that what it was? Is that what I said? Uh, four seventy-three. Yeah, four seventy-three. Yeah. Um, and it was balanced between passing mm-hmm. and running. It was a complete team game, yep. team slaughter. It was, and you know, they had issues. And but, but all I heard going into this game, okay, third string quarterback, they're gonna have problems with our D, yeah. But their defense is really good, so it will well, we'll struggle. <laughs> we we took we took them apart. It didn't look like that. We took them apart. But we must talk. We must talk again about the goat himself, Zach Moss, because Jeez. 
He broke two more records uh, in the game. <laughs> that is, he got his 32nd and 33rd rushing touchdown. He broke it. He broke the Utah record with the 32nd rushing. Uh, and then he broke the school record for 100-yard rushing games, recording 115 yards in this game uh, on 17 carries, by well, the way. Well, didn't, yeah, didn't he get that by, like, the second quarter yeah, I don't think or he, something I, I like that? I think he played minimally in the, in the second half. <clears throat> I mean, minimally. I did see someone post on Twitter how disappointed they were that there was no acknowledgement in the game of him breaking those records. I noticed that, too, because there was a... Last game, there was a big, hey, all-time leading rusher. But this game, I kind of, I was sitting there going, did he break the record? I had to pull up how many yards he had on my phone. I knew it was coming. Yeah. So I was. Isn't that strange that they didn't even put a graphic up or mention it? Rushing TDs and 100-yard games. Those two records went down in Utah history. So three in the last two games. And he's got four games left. I mean, he's the GOAT. He's so unbelievable. Fantastic. To watch. So, congrats to Zach Moss. <laughs> so Again, we just kind of take it for granted, like, oh, wh- oh no. whatever. No, 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 no. No. He, uh, it, it, it's great. Um, but I still think, um, Tyler Huntley, he was 11. He played half the game <laughs> 11 of 17, one touchdown for 214 yards. And there was, again, a couple of drops, too. Oh, yeah, he did. There were a couple they were dro- right in their hands. Right in their hands. So yeah. it, he had a good game. He had a very solid game on a gimp leg. I get. I mean, you know what? He. Yeah. I look at it this way, and I think he, when we were at the game, you mentioned it to me, that uh, if there was a risk of seriously injuring his leg, uh-huh. he's not going to be out there. No, and uh, that was a game that we could have beat them with, with Lisk or Shelly playing. So by him playing, yeah, it was it, aesthetically it was unsettling to see. He he really could not run. He was very immobile. Mm-mm. But if there was risk of him getting hurt worse, he wouldn't have been in the game. What the heck? My uh, computer's uh, playing a commercial here. Hey, we're getting a commercial. <laughs> sorry, sorry about that. <laughs> it wants me to join the Marines apparently. But it, uh, <laughs> but you're right. The thing is though, Huntley is such a competitor. He was out there playing. Yeah. He and yeah, he was limping around, but he he played good. Mm-hmm. He made some <laughs> great throws, yeah. man. No, again, no interceptions. He had one interception this season. That's that's crazy. I mean, you would think a tipped ball would make an accidental interception here and there. He's he's a player. Yeah. He's great. So yeah, we're lucky to have him. And listening this morning, and I PK talk about PK. I think he's a dinkus. He what? plays it. He plays his shtick really well. He's probably not as stupid as he comes off, but he plays his shtick really well. But I will agree with him. He actually said this morning that he thinks that Tyler Huntley is the Pac-12 player of the year to this point. Well, what do you think? I think he goes under the under the radar with yes. people, yeah. but and I absolutely believe that he is. It bugs me. I mean, you look at this. St- we talk every week about the stats, the touchdown to the completion percentage, the QBR that we're going to get into in a second. He is in the top of the of the nation every week. And top of the league. Who I mean, there's no one in the league that's higher than him. And so. yet, Justin Herbert, because he's got the stupid Oregon O on his helmet, yeah. gets all this hype because they wear lime green uniforms. No, army green. Well, they wear both. Yeah. Highlighter yellow with the stupid Oregon O on it. <laughs> he gets all this love. And I'm, I agree with PK. I think he is... 
to this point, there's four games left. Who knows what will happen? I think he's the player of the year in the Pac-12. Yeah. He very well can or could be. Justin Herbert is 20 in QBR. So, um, Huntley. That's cute. He is um, <laughs> still number five in the nation. Jeez. We say this every week. That's Hopefully it's nuts. not monotonous and boring, but to Alabama, number one. Jalen Hurts, Oklahoma, number two. Justin Fields, Oklahoma State. Uh, Ohio State. Uh, excuse me, Ohio State. Is that right? Yeah. Ohio State. Uh, Joe Burrow, LSU, who's the number so those are the number top, one, number two. These are the top teams, these are the in the top nation. four or five teams in the country. Um, and number five, Tyler Huntley. I'm sorry if that's week bull- after week. Yes, after week. Yeah, it's not his stats aren't moving down. They're just he's just continuing and, on. Yeah, and I'm sorry if that's boring because we talk about it every week. But for how many years have we griped and bitched as a Utah football program going, why can't we have a quarterback? Mm-hmm. Why can't we have an offense? Why can't we move the ball? Well, it's here. We've and got it. We've got it. Right now. So let's embrace it and enjoy it because, man, it's been it's been fun. And I found this interesting with QBR. You can look at, you know, of course, up uh, up-to-date QBR and so forth. But they have the best games of the year, QBR. So, uh, of the of all of the games played, what are the best games QBR? Uh, number one was the Navy QB. Total QBR for the game was ninety nine point four. Then you have Bo Nix. Mm. He's tied with Evan Conley, Louisville, who had a ninety nine point three. Justin Fields, Ohio State, ninety nine point two. And then for fifth and sixth. Best games of the year, QBR, tied Jalen Hurts and Tyler Huntley, both at 99. So, and that was the Oregon State game when, you, when we kicked yeah. the, the, the she out of Oregon State. Yeah. Thing is, here we have, of all the, all the games, all the quarterbacks played, yeah. uh, Tyler Huntley is in the top five for that best game of the year, QBR. So, congrats to him. I mean, he's worked so hard for it. Yeah. He deserves off. it. He, yeah. He's great. It's it's fantastic. Um, the other thing, unsung hero of the of the last game and, and perhaps of the years is tackles. Who leads? You know, who leads the team in tackles, or who led this last game in tackles? Um, of course, we talked about it, so you know who it is. It's Terrell Burgess. This last game, Terrell Burgess led the, led the team in tackles. Congrats to him. That's surprising because I think, like you're saying, he kind of just flies under the radar a yeah, little bit. He does. Which, by the way, he's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I went I'll to, take your word for uh, it. Yeah, I'm not gonna. <laughs> that's on you. I went to a dinner where he, he is, where he spoke, and I was just like, "Wow, he's his, a handsome young lad." Well, isn't his he? smile is gorgeous, and. <laughs> Uh, his mom is on our Facebook group, so mom. Well done. Con- congratulations, your son is beautiful. You know, but, you're right. I mean, we talk about the this defense and how daunting it is that sometimes some of these guys we, we don't realize we don't as the play is going on. You don't notice this stuff. Yeah. yeah. But this last game of a complete butt kicking of Cal domination by the entire defense. Terrell Burgess was the leading tackler of the team. Well, and he even gets overshadowed. He's you know safety. He gets overshadowed by other safety, mm-hmm. Blackman, 
because of all the hype and his movement and position, Burgess has done nothing but come in and play great all year. So let's go to the overall stats for 2019 up to date. As of right today, uh, leading tacklers on the team. Again, we talked about it, so you know who it is. So, But number one, Devin Lloyd. And this guy's still learning the position. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Yeah. He got thrown in like a week before. And he's leading the team in tackles. He has a, a total, and that's a combined solo tackles and assist on a tackle. He has a total of 54. Um, at number two, Francis Bernard. He's at 50. Makes sense. That's our linebackers. That's that's what they've got to do that's because job. our front line is to fill the gaps, play their gaps, do what they do. Yeah, they and these guys blocks. are supposed to clean it up, yeah. and they're doing it. But then on number three for the, for the season, as of right now, at uh, a total of 36 tackles is Terrell Burgess. Congra- yeah. Congrats to him. That's cool. Blackman's after him, and then Gidry. So yeah, I mean, but it Kifula, all it all starts Johnson. up up front. It all starts with that D line. They're eating up so many blocks that it allows our linebackers and then safeties to come in and, and clean it up. Mm-hmm. I I noticed something just just how dominant we've been since that USC loss. Okay, so in the last we've played four games since that loss, we've outscored opponents. 146 to 23 in those last four games. Good grief. Yeah. That's insane. We've outgained our opponents 400 and on on average 461 to 187 yards per game. And those are all Pac-12 teams. Yeah, we're not playing Idaho State. So these are the Pac-12 games out here. These are our Pac-12 games. Yeah, these are all after these are all after we lost to USC. I mean, that USC game it it sucked, but it really kicked things into gear. It seems that way. You know, and this last game, so the last two games, we've given up a grand total of three points in the last two games. <laughs> <laughs> it's I guess we go on and on with this stuff. It's 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 uh things it, are rolling. Yeah, it's unreal. Do you so. do you get the sense that some some fans I don't I'm loving this. I'm 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 enjoying this ride, but in talking to people, and then when I'm sitting in the stadium, listening to people, and things are going on, I feel like they take it for granted. Somewhat oh yeah, of, of where the this team is, or they're not, or it's weirdly they're not. We're not satisfied. They're not satisfied. I mean, I I'm not. Yeah, there's things yet to be done and goals to be to be met and so forth, but. Look at what we're, our offense. We've not had an offense like this uh, forever. This defense is been is the most dominating, and now we're ranked number nine. And it's like people are <laughs> pissed off, <laughs> like we're not good enough. It's it's weird to me. Do you, do, you have, we, do you sense those things? We've never had an offense like this. I'm going to say that people are saying 2008. Our offense was not like this in 2008. If you remember no, that we 2008 weren't. season. Every single game came down to like the last play and we we'd somehow pull it out. But those games were so tight and we managed to win them, but it wasn't this slaughter fest like we've seen. So this offense is so different than anything we've ever had. And defenses, we've had good defense. Maybe that's why people aren't really appreciating it that much this year because we've always had good defense. I don't know what it is, but this team is so special. I watched the little... 
recap or whatever they put on Twitter. And when you're watching some of those plays develop in slow-mo, like Zach Moss, he can stop himself on a dime. Yeah, that guy goes flying by him. Yeah, and then he moves and switches the way he does it. And then my favorite play of the entire game was watching Foto oh, <laughs> run God. after their QB. And come on, I don't know the QB's name. What was even his name? I don't, I don't even know. know. Poor kid, though. He's a true freshman. Brash, I know. It's like, dude, you can outrun Foto, but no. it's, it's like he got caught with a deer in the headlights. He didn't know what was going on, and he just... He pooped himself and a luckily, little bit, too. And luckily, Foto didn't land on him, well, that so was that's why he's alive. He luckily... <laughs> He luckily kind of turned, and it wasn't, and he kind of shifted to the side. So Fotu just brought him down. Fotu yeah. didn't get a full bear hug on him, or he gets. He probably would be Clovis. in the hospital, right? Slovis. Slovis. Oh, Slovis. <laughs> Who's Clovis? I have no idea. <laughs> Slovis. Was it one of Slovis? It got yeah. Slovis. It was okay. Slovis. It was, he got. He got glanced. It was a glancing <laughs> blow. Otherwise, he's not getting up. It was just funny. Like, you could what? tell. He just saw it coming. But and how did like, Kenny outrun? That's the thing. He couldn't outrun. He couldn't outrun him. No, and the way that he was running, <laughs> guy. and it was one of those, like, he got so scared, he didn't realize he could throw the ball away. Yeah. He, like, well, just kind of Wouldn't you go, oh, oh, I would have just given the ball to Fotu and run away. He panicked, and so, he but panicked, then Fotu just. <laughs> saved his life, probably. <laughs> it's, it's, that was, yeah, my, that was my favorite play of the game. But I agree with you. I feel like. I don't know. It's weird. Like you're saying, especially when you're in game and people are yelling at that happened with Arizona state too. Last week, the guys behind me were freaking out over Lisk and Shelly and they're, they were calling for Shelly to go sit on the bench and let's bring in That's the fourth string guy. Their minds. It's like, what are you talking about? People expect every single game to be like a game of Madden where you score 58 <laughs> points. You never punt the opposing team. Never, never gets the first down. Gets fir- That's the mindset well, of. Well, Saturday I'm was like that. It was, but but people were still unsatisfied. <laughs> I know. The first drive that Cal had, they got a first down, and the dude behind me was pissed. Was uh, that coach? N- no, it wasn't coach. It was another <laughs> dude. I don't know who it was. And I kind of sat there and I was like, "Bro, it's the first play of the it, game." It was the f- like they they've had the ball for like a play, and they got yeah they got ten yards. They're they're also playing. We football. got stopped. Oh, people were losing their minds on that. Yeah. They were losing their minds. Then they got the ball. They got over the 50. And all of a sudden, and burn all it down. We're terrible. Fire Whittingham comes out. <laughs> not, quite, not quite, but almost. almost. It's, 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 it's weird. But. It's weird. This is so special, this team. Appreciate it. Come on. Yeah, there's a ways to go. But this, this here's week where is we are, so man. big. The, to me, yeah. Um. Okay, these are all Pac-12 teams, and, and other than, of course, other than USC, you know, Oregon State. Arizona State was doing pretty well. We beat them twice, really. Cal. But this is, this is it. it this is the, the game. The, the level of talent and competition goes up dramatically now against Washington. There's just, you can go down the list from um, Eason at QB. He, he's a thousand times better than that guy we just played on Saturday. Oh yeah. He's better than Daniels, the freshman. Yeah. He's better than the dude from Oregon State. He's oh. probably the best quarterback we've played all Washington year. Washington State. Uh, and w- well, and well, those guys. That's that's the only thing. Those those guys can put up points. Mm-hmm. So it's an Amer- It was. <laughs> all I'm game. saying is this guy is yeah. a good quarterback, and then Ahmed, the running back. Now. Um, crap! Who's the dude, the running back from uh, ASU? 
Benjamin. Benjamin. So he's really good. So we played some decent running backs. Benjamin, one of them. But Ahmed's good. And then their backup, the other guy's really good. So they got... And they're a balanced attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are. They're, they're not... They don't have one like, star receiver. Even their running back's good, not great. They're actually a lot like Utah, where they've got three or four guy, receivers that are all very good. They've got a good running back. They've got a very good quarterback. This is this is by far the the best team we'll play all year, um, other than maybe USC, who actually is a good football team. But I'm I gotta say, I'm feeling pretty good. Here is the uh, overall stats for Washington as of right now. Um, at least some some of their their team stats. So they're averaging. Um, almost 36 points a game. And they're giving up 21. Utah is averaging 33 points a game. And we're only allowing 10 points a game. So something's going to give there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. That Something's going to give there. Um, rushing yards, Washington averages 172 a game. They average uh, 250 passing. Like you said, they've got the balanced attack going. They're very balanced. And their average per game of total yards is 422. And, you know, you compare that to Utah, our average rushing is 219. uh, Average passing, 233. And we average 452 yards a game, which is more than them. Yeah. Yeah. But we're very similar. Even the style of play. But they allow... They've allowed 372 yards a game. Utah uh, is 231 total yeah. average. So it's it's if our D holds up. Yes, I don't now. I I do not expect our defense to do to Washington anything near what they just did to no, Cal. There's no I, way or okay. Arizona State. Okay, I I would say that too, but I didn't think our defense would do what they did to Washington State. I'm just saying not to that level. No, I think we're not we going to shut them out. I'm just. I just think we have to be realistic about the talent level and mm-hmm. who Washington is, and I think they're going to score mm-hmm. some points. Uh, they're going to be better than these other teams. They're, we're not going to shut them out in the second half. I don't, if we do, then oh, I hope I'm wrong, but I'm not. I don't <laughs> see it happening. And so we got Utah offense has to continue to do what they do. I think this is more of of two good teams. Powerful teams playing yeah. each other, and I think it's going to be close, and they're going to score. Um, but if we can continue to score like we have, yet limit them from, I mean, what are they averaging 30, what did I say, five points a game, something like that. If we bring them down and we score what we're, we've been typically doing, we're going to win the game. Yeah, this isn't, this isn't the Washington team of last year where they had nine guys from their defense going to the NFL. They're very good, but they have lost three games. They lost to Cal, they lost to Stanford, and they've lost to Oregon. So, very beatable, very winnable game. Uh, my my concern, Huntley's been playing amazing, but sometimes when he get into these these big games, I mean, he did it at USC. I feel like sometimes he tries to do everything himself. I hope he continues to play. The way he's been playing, he's going to. I hope because if he does, but he can't do everything himself right now. He can't run like he. He can't scramble like we've seen him sometimes do before. I just don't think he can physically. Physically, yeah. And that might actually help benefit. That on Saturday, I think you kind of saw that he just stayed in that pocket and didn't move, 
And some of those passes were unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, that touchdown. I don't know that we'll be able to create that pocket as effectively on Saturday for him. No, I, I mean, mean Washington's very good. Well, are they, but we've been hearing how great Cal's defense is, <laughs> yeah. and we were able to handle him. So I, I, I don't know. I, I don't. You're right. I'm just Cal's defense wasn't their third string defense. It was their defense, right? Yeah. And we were able to do what we did. Yeah. So I, don't know. I, I. I think we can take them, but this is not a walk. No, not plus by we're going up there. Exactly, it's on the road. I hate if this was at home. I feel even better. And then the second part of this week is Oregon travels to the Coliseum and plays USC. So we are all huge Duck fans this week. So bring out your lime green any and green you green. have any green <laughs> even if it resembles green, bring it out because they wear all shades. And uh, I'm pretty sure that our games at two. And then after we win, we can all uh, continue to sit down. And I think that that uh, USC-Oregon game's on right after ours at 6. So I thought it was before us. I think it's after. Well, we're the day game, so I don't think it'd be before ours. Yeah, it wouldn't ours. be before us. It's a, I mean, it's a huge weekend for all of those things. But we got to win our game, of course. That's the only thing we can take care of. But right. it's not supposed to rain. At least that's <sighs> what the forecast is saying right now. I'm going to be up there hopefully cheering on. Vic- victorious Utah team. Yeah, it's not, I, I don't think it's just a big weekend. I think this is the weekend. This, this is the yeah. weekend. It is. It's if Utah. Look, if Utah loses, and SC wins, it's going to be real hard. It's all but over. It's yeah. Let's let's face reality. I mean, it's not over, but it's going to be extremely tough. Yep. If we both, if we were to both lose, I mean, we're still alive, but. I, I worry about USC not losing again. Well, I just yeah. look at it this way. Mm-hmm. Is if Utah wins this game, I honestly think they're going to win out. They'll end totally, 11 and 1. Unless we totally choke somebody. I yep. just don't see it the way we've been playing. And, you know, injuries are a factor with every team. I'm not, so whatever. But to me, it's just, this is it. Utah wins this. I think Oregon's going to go in and take out USC. And, yeah. uh, gosh, I hope it's, so. It, this is a. Utah just can't lose this game. No, because if one they way lose or the this other. game, then we're we're behind the eight ball even more, especially if USC wins. Yeah, then because I'm up. looking at USC's schedule, they they have to go to ASU, which who knows, they could lose, they, but but who knows? And then they go to Cal, which <laughs> we just saw. Cal's like a yeah, you know, their offense struggling, and then UCLA. So who knows about UCLA? That, Pac-12's weird, but uh, this is the game. It's scary, though. I feel like sometimes in these must-win games, we... I don't know if it's the pressure. I don't know what it is. Sometimes we just struggle. But like we've been saying, this team is special. This team mm-hmm. is different than any team we've seen, so... They're dialed, man. They're they dialed. Are, and... You can but just we haven't, see it. We haven't played on the road in a few weeks. I mean, there's so many different things. It, it's just a huge game. I love it. It's great. This is it. this is big. The level just went up this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> um, so James, you you put a a, a post on Utah football fans I, asking a question. Yeah, you actually you actually asked two, asked questions. two questions. I don't remember what they were. One was what what's been your Biggest favorite play. play of the year, and what do you worry most about the Washington game? Do you have those there? Yeah. So that, those are the questions. 
biggest your favorite play or moment or memory of the season so far and then what worries you most um and uh got a couple of comments craig seer seer i don't know how you say your last name buddy sewer i don't know biggest concern is huntley's leg is not healed up and if he can play love shelly but i would feel a lot more confident if huntley was playing yeah i mean huntley's the guy he'll play he's playing (laughs) i will say huge shout out to shelly okay shelly came in they had a couple packages for him played really well he had a couple touchdowns passing running he looked great really really happy for him um, but Huntley's playing. Don't make no mistake about it. You could take the guy's leg off, <laughs> and, and play. Uh, he he would be playing on Saturday. So there's no question about that. Um, that's his biggest concern is Huntley's leg. Yeah, and that's a huge concern. Don't get me wrong. I, injury in general is a huge concern, but this particular injury, Huntley's playing. Uh, again, you you'd have to take his leg off and strap him to the hospital bed for him to not play this week. Yeah. Um, Jay Scobie says his favorite memory or favorite moment is when Huntley ran out onto the field and hugged uh, Shelly after that touchdown this last game. That was pretty cool. I didn't see it. There was a, a pretty cool video clip of it. I think you might have seen on mm-hmm. on Twitter. It's cool, man. I mean. Well, it's his leadership. You see yeah. his, he is such a leader of this team. So it, it gives a lot about his character. Yeah, there's a picture actually yeah. that you might have seen on Twitter where Huntley's he's got his He's got the headset on. He's got a beanie on. He's obviously not playing. And he's out with this huge celebration after a touchdown. And he's just, he's the guy. He's the leader. Yeah. It's pretty cool. We've got Richard Russell Bradford. My biggest concern is that we get gun shy with the offense and go ultra conservatives. Seems like when we get it high, get hyper pressure mode, get hyper pressure mode, we go backwards. Um, I don't agree with it. Sorry, Richard. Uh, that that may have been in the past. That's not this year. Yeah, not this year. It's not been a, this year. I don't see. How, I don't see it happen. I, in fact, I think we're expanding our offense. We are with plays, and we're going. So, I, you know, I respect the opinion. And it, there was a day I felt like that way, but not this year. Well, Andy Ludwig. I mean, maybe, he's the X factor. Maybe man. that's all you have to say because I think we have done that in the past, but this year. There's something different, and I think it's Andy Ludwig. Yeah, I and mean, the, and the players are making plays. Yes, that too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even last year, I mean, we played Washington, Washington in the championship game, and I I agree with what he says there. We just became like this shell, but then this year it's different. Andy Ludwig, he has, he is the X factor. It's it's the way we run our offense too. And yeah. It's, it's uh, oh hey, it's Greg Birds. Hey! Greg. I think hey, man. We've, we've said Greg Bird's name on every single yes. episode. Have you come up out should. of your sleep from your uh, <laughs> Axe Smith cocktail? <laughs> uh, two things. Biggest plays. There's too many to pick. That's okay. a cop-out yeah, bird. Yeah, it's a cop-out bird. <laughs> Just hope Huntley's ankle holds up. I think it's his knee, but other than that, we'll win by 14. That's what Greg says. Okay, before we go to that, do you have a favorite play? Uh, What's your biggest concern, James? So my biggest concern also also is the Huntley injury. I it was really good that he got the half off last game and that he was able to you know rest. He's got this whole week. I I gotta say it pisses me off that Washington has a bye week before they play us. <laughs> I gotta say the scheduling that's bull. <laughs> Whatever. So well. that bugs me. 
my favorite play. Oh dang. I love I love a good pick six. I love I the the Bernard pick six at uh, at BYU. I oh, love that's a good one. That one. That's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. And there's so many reasons. So many reasons. Just <laughs> there's so many. But that that was a great that was a great play. Do you have two? I don't have a favorite play. I don't think I have a main specific concern for the game. I just you know okay because we're so similar. So I think it's gonna be is gonna be a really rough game. I was trying to think what my favorite play is. I honestly think it was Zach Moss's touchdown last week when he broke the record for many reasons for that reason because he broke the record. But we were just waiting for him to break free yeah. that whole game. It was so frustrating. It was like he just couldn't do it. And then, man, did he break free. <laughs> and it was awesome. And then it changed the whole momentum of the game. So I think that's – there's so many to choose from, though. There Bird. are. There's a lot. But I'm with I, – honestly, that's the one I was – as I was thinking about it because there are so many I could have picked – pick sixes and some really big hits and so forth. But <laughs> the struggle for Moss to run and they were, they had him stifled for most mm-hmm. of the game and, but he just kept pounding it and then boom, he cuts through the line and you can see him. You can see him, see himself on the big board yeah, <laughs> going in for the record. Yeah. That was cool. Uh, my greatest worry for the Washington game is coach Peterson. Yeah. Yeah. He's this guy. He's good. He's man. good. Uh, he, he puts together some good game plans. He's a tricky SOB. He's a tricky dude. He's he he's gonna throw some weird plays in there. We've got to be ready for those. I don't know. I just he's a good coach. I've always respected him. Even when he was up with Boise State, who I hated, still do, except for one game of the year. <laughs> and they blew it, by the way. And they blew it. I mean, I don't losers. think losers. They're not that good. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> No, he no, he's a, he's he worries me because he's a great coach. Well, yeah. and Whittingham said in his press conference today, he is I don't know the word he used, but he is a genius when it comes to special the, plays, the special plays, yeah. the trickery, and especially coming off a of bye week, he's gonna have some. He's gonna have some, and every year they get us on something. Mm-hmm. What you know, reverse passes, paying the refs to not call three block in the backs, whatever it takes. <laughs> Lots to of beat us, PIs where the guys tackling our guy, you yeah, know, all that kind yeah. Of stuff. Not that I'm freaking bitter about it all, but I am. All right, so here we are, Bryn. <laughs> got a, what's your prediction? You got a prediction on this one? Yeah, I'm going 32-28 for Utah. Yeah, that's okay. that's twenty-eight seventeen Utah. Hmm. I don't know. I was I was thinking like thirty-five twenty-four for Utah. You guys are going big margins here. Yeah, I think we're a better team than they are. I, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that's the case. I mean, I, I, I've uh, watched their games. They're a good football team, okay? But we are, from top to bottom, we are a better football team. If we team just play them. like we can, yeah. I think we're better by a, a we're a touch. I don't think it's going to be more than 10 points. It's a touchdown to 10 points at tops. If it's one-point game, I understand. Yeah, if it's I 21 yeah. to 22. And quite honestly, yeah. if we were to lose, I'm not like, completely surprised no i'm not i'm not gonna be a homer on it because washington's a good team they're on their field they're out of all the running on stuff but this is a big game for them Mm -hmm. they got the players uh and you know they want to knock off the number nine and then of course yeah so but if utah goes and just does what utah does i think we'll win uh, I think we're a better team. So, all right let's go you i'm with you i let's go you everything you just said totally agree uh question for the panel (laughs) (laughs) 
So Harlan, this or what was a week ago? <laughs> yeah, some dickweed gets onto Twitter, and uh, he didn't. It wasn't just on Twitter. He messaged the guy. He direct. He DM'd the dude. He d- DM'd the guy and basically said, "Hope you die." To clarify, he messaged the guy who did yeah. the targeting on Zach Moss in the Arizona State game. Thank in you. Ca- in agreed. case you've been living under a rock and didn't know that. He direct messaged this dude and told him he should die. Yeah, pretty much. So it's pathetic and disgusting, and no rational human being would think that's the right thing to do or to say. No. So we're not saying that. My question is that should the athletic director Harlan of the U have responded to that? Because he apologized. Yeah, he did. What do you think? Do you, Bryn? Do you think he should have got in, himself involved in in that? I don't just because I I get where he was coming from, but at the same time Harlan has no jurisdiction or whatever you want to say over this guy. He was just a fan. An idiot. Obviously if it had been an employee or a player or something like that, then yeah. absolutely you get involved, but it was kind of weird that he had to or he issued a public apology for just this dude going rogue a and random. I feel like it kind of blew the situation up a little bit more. Okay. James, what do you think? I agree. So first of all, I'll say never DM a player on our team, on the other team. If you want to DM a guy and say, hey, man, awesome game, that's awesome. Good. Do that. But to go into and, and do that, that's scumbaggery. Okay? Number one. I've, done a, I've said a lot of stupid crap. Okay? My yes. Twitter is full of stupid crap. I've never DM'd a guy and told him I hope he dies. So we'll get that out. Yeah. So number one. Number two, I'm with Bryn. There is an idi- idiots on every fan base from seven-year-old girls soccer all the <laughs> way to freaking the Patriots. Every fan base has idiots like this. This is not a Utah problem. This is not a any of that sort of stuff. I don't think Harlan needed to get involved. Um, I think that it would have died on its own. I agree. I think that it brought more light to it. The, That's honestly how I found out about it. Harlan is issued the statement. When I saw Harlan's statement, I'm going, what happened? And in my head, I'm thought, thinking... Oh, crap, James did something. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think you were that dumb. <laughs> I'm not. I'm pretty dumb, I, but... I'm glad it wasn't you, but... Yeah, me too. That was how I found out about it, so I wouldn't have even known. So... Yeah. Well, I, I think we're all in agreement. I I guess I just didn't think by doing it, by doing that... He he brings in the institution of the University of Utah into this stupidity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and why do that? And then for all the reasons you've said. So, yeah, we're all in agreement. I, I think you should just stay out of that because that was an extreme thing. But there's some really crude stuff said every day, oh, every minute. And right. you can't be responding to all that. It had nothing to do with the University of Utah. So stay out exactly. of it. Exactly. Yeah, oh, Twitter's not, a cesspool. Exactly. It's, that's what Twitter is. So you're not going to respond to every single Dum dum that no. says that says something like that. So he so, shouldn't. He, should, yeah. he should not have brought the U into it. Yeah, I don't believe. But anyway, how did you feel the blackout went? You like it? Those were my favorite helmets they've ever oh, worn. Those were so cool. Uh, honestly, that when they showed that on social media before, and then when they were wearing them on Saturday, so cool. Favorite they, favorite helmet ever. Can we make a mini helmet of that? I don't think they have them. I, I think, don't think they do. I don't think they have the mini version of that. Gary's got a wall of mini helmets. It's not up there. I want to get that. Well, I bet they do it. If they they got it, I I need it it. because that thing was sweet. I love the blackout. I wish we do a whiteout. 
like Penn State does. I think that looks really, really cool. Yeah, but BYU sort does of. One. So what? A so red what? out. <laughs> Every <laughs> game should that. be a red out. <laughs> no, there's some real. Yeah. It's hard though when it's a cold game and it's, you know. Yeah. It's 34 degrees and people are wearing their bright yellow coats. It's hard. Everybody buy a black coat. (laughs) Black goes with everything. Exactly. I was sitting by a lady on my row about four seats over. She had a blue coat on. She had a blue coat on. I thought she was cheering for Cal. A blue puffy coat. She had a blue puffy coat on. It was Cal blue. It was Cal blue. I'm pretty sure that, um, what was her name? (laughs) Wendy. (laughs) Wendy Russin. I'm calling you out by name. It's his mom, so it's it's fine. It's okay, everybody. Wendy. Harlan, don't send him a message. (laughs) (laughs) Wendy. Buy black. You know. Get a black coat. That you're going to wear black over and over and over again. Blackout game every year. There's also another dinkus on my road. Jesse Whitchurch wearing a bright red coat. No, he had and a black no, one. Had, no, 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 no. He, he had Arkansas or Oklahoma. He had Oklahoma. No, he had an Alabama burgundy hat on. What the? Jesse, there's a blackout game every freaking year. Guys. There you go. You've got it. All right. Get well. a black coat. So the tailgate, <laughs> get a black coat, people, and preferably waterproof because you're going to need that too. Um, the tailgate. I got to say, so from our spot, of course, I, I walked around the the uh, the parking lot there at Steiner tailgating, and this is three hours before game time, and I was disappointed to see how many stalls were were empty. I I guess it kind of goes back to our we what we already talked about a little bit taking for granted this team or yeah I'm not sure yeah. I mean this to me three hours before game in the afternoon it was four o'clock so it wasn't like an early morning game or something. Yeah. Um, People weren't there. I, I, I'm not sure I get that. Uh, that should have been packed. It, it's weird. I don't know what's going on. I mean, I, there's energy there for the people who are there. It's great atmosphere, but I don't know. I was very surprised how many spaces were that people weren't there. Yeah, that's surprising. For this game. It was a big game, too. And mm-hmm. the time was perfect, too. 8 o'clock? 8 o'clock's great. I love it. I don't mind the 8 o'clock games. No. The next day, I, I mind it, but not, <laughs> not at the time. No, it's better than the day games. We've already had that discussion, but it is strange. I don't. There was empty seats, and it just. I, I yeah, mean, it that was, bugged me more it than was the tailgate. Full. It was by it, far our fullest game of the season. It got full, but then everyone left at halftime because we were up. Sort by, of understand it. I understand that. Sort of understand. I don't. Sort I don't. Of. I didn't just leave, come and enjoy the game. That that's part of like enjoy. We're kicking the crap out of these people. But it goes back right. to what you're saying. Right. Is, this is we're being the crap at a Pac-12 freaking it's schools. Like, oh, we just take this for granted. It is. It is. That's what we're I'm not, saying. This it's isn't weird. Wyoming and no. UNLV anymore, people. No, it's weird. It is weird. I don't. The dynamic so, this year with the fans has people, been really come on. weird. It has been weird. I don't like telling fans how to be fans, but it's just. <laughs> but I'm come going on, to. I'm telling you. Show up. All right. Oh yeah, and the tailgate. So I'm walking along, and I'm over on the northwest corner there. Of the lot where, is it the red zone? They sell merchandise. I'm standing yeah. looking at some hoodies and whatever. All of a sudden, Swoop comes flying by, like running. And he, of course, it's Halloween. And he had a cape on. And he comes flying by me. And I guess there was a a, a skateboard he was going to jump onto. Run full speed. I'm talking he was sprinting speed onto the skateboard and he just blasted through some old geezer. <laughs> and these two guys went flying to the ground. Oh, my gosh. And I, I'm looking over there. Of course, 
Swoop gets up, but the old man had to be helped up. I say old man, he's probably my younger age. Than, he's probably younger than you. <laughs> but yeah. the guy's watch was off. He was putting his watch back, and I could tell he was stunned. And I smell a lawsuit. Jeez. It was Swoop? like, and I was thinking, and you know, I could tell the guy, he was like feeling his arms and stuff. <laughs> it was it was nasty. Uh, Swoop, please be careful. Did Swoop just walk away, or Swoop, did he? No, he tried. He helped the old guy. Oh, jeez. And the old guy, I think, was okay. I'm sure on Sunday, the guy. Oh, he felt it. He was injured. The guy should have gotten a free hoodie from Red Zone for that. Uh, it was. Jeez. No one even laughed because it was like, oh no. <laughs> jeez. It was an. It was. It was sort of funny the initial contact, but after well, looking, you're going, "Oh man, something something's done." You here. were just glad that wasn't you. Yeah, it could have been me. I was right there. Of course, the guy has tunnel vision when he's got his head, well, yeah. you know, his bird head on. <laughs> um, <laughs> speaking of Halloween, you know what? I'm da- I'm damn sick of Halloween right now, and it's only the twenty eighth, and, and it's Thursday. Uh, look, why? A thousand pictures every day on social media. People oh. with costumes. How many parties? How many parties are there out there? This whole weekend has been nothing but Halloween parties for like two weeks. Yes. People in all sorts of costumes. Same people. I'm going. How many? How many parties do you go to? All right. I'm I'm done with Halloween already. Okay. Let's get <laughs> well, it. Over I'm done with. with Christmas because I went to Costco the other day, and the that, whole thing's full of Christmas. Well, that's been there since September. I know. I know. Mm. Yeah. All right, bombug. We vented that. We're coming. It's now, folks. Utah fans, it's now for the the reason you tune in is for the Dick Award. But tonight, it's a special treat because we have a triple Dick Award. Yes. And Bryn is going to present the Tri Dick Award. We have the Tri Dick Award. All yours. The, these were all things that I observed at the game on Saturday. Right, the old Tri Dick. <laughs> so the first dick of the tri dick, the guy that was sitting behind us during halftime, he's such a jack a such made, a dick. He's a dick. He made a comment about one of the flag girls and her weight, and I'm sorry, just really. Yeah, it was pathetic. It is pathetic, and this isn't the first time he's done it. He makes comments about the cheerleaders all game, every game, every game, and it's so gross. It's like because he's like this. Well, he's a mini, he's mini dick. Micro. <laughs> micro dick, probably. And, <laughs> like, stop acting like a 12-year-old boy. That's the thing. Right. He, he says something. Is he 35 years he old? He looks at all of his friends like, huh, huh, huh. He acts like he's a little. Dude, you're like 42. Exactly. So, you're an accountant. Freaking grow up a little bit. That's dick one. Dick number one. Dick number two is the guy in our section who, every single game, right after halftime... Right as the third quarter's starting, the team has run out. The third quarter's about to start. He unleashes about 20 beach balls. The last time I checked, we're at a football game, and we're supposed (laughs) to watch the football game happening on the field, not bounce around beach balls. Oh, it's annoying. And yet I'm the the dick when I pop one of them. No, 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 no. You're the hero that pops it. I wouldn't care. I got a whole system, by the way. I know. (laughs) I would not care if he did it at halftime. Like, right before the third quarter, yeah, and he does that intentionally. Put like he does it right as the play's about to start. I want to watch the freaking watching game. the game. And there's a ball flying in front of you, hitting you in, in the, the head. Face. It it's hits a you in the face. Exactly. So there's That's Dick number dick two. Dick two. Yeah, I hate that guy. I don't even know who it is. <laughs> dick number Screw three, you. and th- I, this might be my biggest pet peeve at all Utah athletic events, is when people put the U up and they use 
their entire hands. They use they do the Miami U. Yeah, not, what is that? They put all their fingers up. <laughs> right. Rookies. People. Or foreigners. People, what are the people. Other? Are you are your two thumbs and your two index fingers. It's super easy. Put your other fingers down. Yeah. And what drives me crazy too is that they show those people all over the big jumbotron. Stop doing the Miami U. We're not Miami. Can oh, I add? A, can I add another person? Another thing to oh, the dick? Oh, it's the quad dick. It's the quad dick. Quad dick. Is that what it is? Quad dick. Yes, quad. Yeah. The quad dick award tonight. Wow. <laughs> we got to save some dicks for next week. And you're going to agree with me. This just came to me. <laughs> what the hell is with the camera people? Oh, they're showing the same freaking they people. They show the same eight people over the over the game. I can I can almost name them to you. One of us that one. The red-headed. red-headed chick. Yeah. Yeah. Is he his bad. wife or girlfriend or concubine or one or the other? <laughs> she was on every other half or every other it time is out. You have 50,000 people in that stadium and you can only find three people to keep showing over and over Same again. People. And then it was the twins and the muss every time. All right. We get it. <laughs> quad dick. We had quad dick tonight. Yeah. Well, and we could, I don't know what the five would be, but <laughs> coach was in rare form on Saturday too, man. Yeah, the coach is the guy. No, the coach is, there's a guy behind us we call coach. Yeah, not the Utah Yeah, fully coach. coach. But man, he, he was. He, hold that block, hold that block, hold that block. <laughs> okay, bud. All Great, right. dude. We're winning by 35 points. Chill. <laughs> there you have it. Quad dick. The quad dick quad award. Dick. It's excellent. Well, I don't know if we can live up to that next here week. Here we are. Biggest big game. Big. Weekend, go Utes! We're gonna win. I feel good about it. I think we should all feel good about it. Let's do it. Any final words? No, Anybody? Just go Utes. Go Utes. Go Utes. Let's do it. Go Ducks. Oh, uh, and oh, geez. Yeah. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Take us out with some Zach Efron, baby. Woo! Oh God! Hell yeah! This is the greatest show. Yeah. See you, Zach, baby. Woo, woo, woo. Everybody. Come on!